Hello, darlings and darklings, and welcome to the Simply Witchery Podcast. I'm your host, Lethe, they, them. I'm a queer witch, pagan, and tarot reader. Here at Simply Witchery, I discuss magic, ritual, divinity, tarot, and so much more. This week, I'm back with the next installment of Deep Dive with Tarot. This week, we're exploring the Four of Cups in context of all 78 cards. Enjoy! Hello, hello, darlings and darklings. Let me start by telling you a little bit about how deep dives work, and then we'll get into it. Every deep dive will have one card that will be our main focus. I take that card and go through all 77 other cards and open up to divinity, intuition, and my personal deities and guides to show me how they all connect. I can't go over them all, so I'll bring you the highlights of my meditation and speak what messages I'm given. When approaching the Four of Cups and the Tarot, I tried to do it as I usually do, starting with the Majors and then going in elemental order with the Minors. It works really well for the Majors, but I found that I couldn't approach the Minors without first having um, the context of this card and all of the other Minors. Um, so this time we'll be starting with the Minors, and then we'll go through the significant Majors at the end, which it turns out is all of them. So <laughs> buckle up. Before that, though, let's talk about the Four of Cups on its own. The Four of Cups speaks to our dissatisfaction with life and with the near future and with the choices that we perceive that we have. I saw it described in my research as the pouting card, right? So it's the card that says, this isn't fair and I want more or different or better. Um, and a lot of the time it's needless suffering because the divine is handing us more and different and better, but we refuse to see that for whatever reason. When we're in this energy, we're holding on so tightly to what we have that we can't pick up something that is going to give us things that are better and brighter in the future. That's not to say that this energy is always a bad thing. Sometimes this is a natural needed part of grief. Sometimes it's just a natural needed part of emotional processing. However, it's when we get stuck in this space or when we refuse to move on from this space that it becomes a problem, right? So that's my little insight on the Four of Cups. Let's get into the minors. In the minors, I found that the aces and fives are really significant across the suit. So we'll talk about them and then we will give some advice that the suits as a whole have in response to the Four of Cups. And then we'll move into the majors. The aces across the suits are the gifts that the Four of Cups is offering to us, right? The Ace of Wands is offering the gift of new life. When we embrace the new start that we're often resisting when we're in a Four of Cups moment, we're given the power to create new life, right? By letting go of control, we become able to create, which is an infinitely more powerful thing, right, than just controlling what is. The Ace of Pentacles offers new opportunity. When we accept the opportunities that are coming our way, our lives become filled with abundance that we may not have um, expected or been able to see with our small view of the situation, right? We may find ourselves becoming financially abundant, relationally abundant, spiritually abundant, or just plain abundant across the board. It's 
the traveling to new and exciting places, even if it's just in our own heart and mind, that really allows this abundance to come to us. And for me, that's what new opportunity is, right? It's doing something new, accepting something new into your life and seeing what it does, what it brings into your, your energy and your life and your space. The Ace of Swords offers clarity by accepting that our view of a situation is often biased and limited and opening our minds and our hearts in response to a new possibility that, uh, that fog that can make us feel cheated or slighted in some way clears, um, because we get a broader perspective. When we see a situation for what it truly is and trust in that higher perspective, we become a lot more open to the change that the Four of Cups requires and that soothes a lot of the growing pains we can feel when we're in the Four of Cups. And then lastly, for the Aces, the Ace of Cups offers a refuge. When we're experiencing a Four of Cups moment, it can be really hard to be open and honest about what we feel um, for a lot of different reasons, depending on what it is we're going through at the time, right? When we allow ourselves to, to feel what we need to feel and process those emotions properly, it becomes a lot easier to release the old and embrace the new. Um, and sometimes that does look like sitting and pouting for a little bit so we can feel better and move, get up and move on, right? And sometimes it's just doing that, just getting up and moving on um, by feeling through our feelings. Whatever it looks like, it's a safe space where we process those difficult feelings so that things can change. Okay, so let's get into the fives next. The five of wands speaks about conflict, right? As far as its card is concerned, the only way out is through. It, it really advises us to wrestle with the discontent we're feeling and to, um, not necessarily to fight against the change, but to like really feel unhappy, but to let that move us in some way. And then to just kind of let, let the chips fall where they may, let what happens happens just to act and react in the moment is kind of the advice of the five of wands. You're not going to get stagnant if you embrace the five of wands energy in a four of cups moment, right? You're going to, you're going to get up and you're going to fight and you're going to do something about what's happening. Yeah, that's, the five of wands is real real simple about what you uh quote unquote should do in a four of cups moment it's uh direct and it doesn't have a lot to say except fight it out and let it be what it's gonna be the five of pentacles advises us to seek rest and support from our community in the view of the five of pentacles we have to get the help and the comfort that we need in order to be at peace with the change in your life. So it's, it's advice is to ground yourself into what isn't changing. Like if you were concerned about this change, just hold on to the things that aren't changing instead of holding on to the thing that is. Because if you keep the your core centered and balanced and grounded, everything can orbit and change around that core. But if you have the core 
then you're okay. You have steady ground to stand on and change isn't as scary. The Five of Swords just prescribes time. Just take the time that is needed so that you can reconcile the truth, right? So you can realign your thoughts and your feelings with that truth and then rest as much and as often as you need to as you do that work. Sometimes it just takes time to acclimate to a new situation, to embrace a new change, to find new happiness in a place you didn't particularly want to go to or or a situation you didn't really want to be in. Sometimes it's just time. Time is all you need. And that's what the Five of Swords asks us to do is to take our time and to be okay uh maybe with feeling unhappy and discontent for a little bit but staying open to seeing the positives as time goes on and then finally the five of cups asks us to reflect as we struggle with the feelings of lack that are pretty inherent in a four of cups moment we're asked to count our blessings and to use this reflection, this, this practice of looking back and of looking at what we have still to move toward hope and healing and peace. The Five of Cups is really, really wants you to remember what you have, um, not what is leaving or what is, um, what it may feel like is being taken away from you. Like, and this thing leaving isn't going to just to take away from what you have, not really. Because if something is being subtracted from your life, it's to make space for something new. And that's a really beautiful thing that reflection can help us embrace. So next, I just want to give a little overall message from each suit, and then we'll get into those majors. So the wands reminds us of our limitless potential. There is always, always the possibility for new life and new energy. We are powerful creators and we can use that creativity. If we are truly unhappy with this place that we find ourselves in, we can change it. The wands don't promise that it'll be easy, but the wands promise that it's possible. The pentacles reminds us that we're not just individual spiritual beings. Our tangible physical world can and will nurture us and the different perspectives that the people in our lives offer. Um, those perspectives can really help us climb out of any rut we may find ourselves in. We are not alone. Individualism is a lie. Community and relationship are are there for us even when we feel alone we're not we're surrounded by the spiritual we're surrounded by whatever higher powers we may believe in uh we're surrounded by our ancestors by our spiritual guides we're never really alone there is always power of some kind backing us up and the pentacles really wants us to remember that and it's not just spiritual backup that we have either. It wants to remind us that there are people out there in the world that will love and support us, who want to see us succeed, and who want to see us happy and healthy and whole. And it's just a matter of finding those people 
and creating family and community with those people. And that can really offer a lot of comfort in troublesome, turbulent times that uh, the Four of Cups can often speak to. The swords remind us that we need to seek out the bird's eye view. We need to think as logically as possible, to be as honest as possible, and to seek clarity in all things at all times. Sometimes all it takes to release ourselves is a change in perspective. All it takes is zooming out or zooming in or flipping it upside down or looking at it backwards. Sometimes that's all it takes. Just that little switch in perspective can change our whole lives and our whole world. And the way we view something can change how we feel about the thing, right? So sometimes all it takes is is that little switch of perspective. And the swords really wants us to remember that. And finally, the cups remind us that it's okay to rest. It's okay to grieve. And it's okay to be less than excited about uh, what you see coming down the pipeline. What's not okay is to reject everything in response to these feelings, right? Because closing ourselves off isn't going to stop anything from happening, right? It'll only make us miserable. So regardless of how we feel about what is to come, keeping an open heart, um, is what the cups reminds us to do. Like, do whatever you have to do to get comfortable. Do whatever you have to do to feel through your feelings. But don't close off. Because that's not going to help you or anyone in the situation. Yeah, so that that is the minors and their messages about the Four of Cups. So let's get into the majors. I don't usually... Or I haven't. This is only the third deep dive. But in in the other two episodes, I didn't feel it necessary to go over every single major. But I think the the message of the minors was so short and sweet that um, we have the time. So I'm going to go through each major. And they each have a little bit of advice about what we do in a Four of Cups moment. How we can move through it. How we can move past it. It's just little little nuggets of gold for you here. So um, let's get started. The Fool offers us fresh energy and perspective, right? The Cups is all about um, energy, and then the Swords is all about perspective, right? And then we get this this kind of echo in the Fool because these this energy and perspective is what helps us move past whatever emotional and mental blocks we're struggling through. The Magician manifests and creates and shapes new circumstances so that new life can be had, right? And we may not always have control over everything, but we can choose to shape the things we do have control of. The priestess offers insight into the self, and this helps us glean a new understanding of why we're holding back so that we can move forward. The Empress passionately and wildly expands into new abundance. She's a really great role model when we're trying to break out of any confinement, like the confinement we're probably feeling when we're in a Four of Cups moment. The Emperor applies structure to life, and this really helps us gain the confidence we need to step into the unknown. 
The Healer Fund connects us to the spiritual realm and provides spiritual structure to life. This allows us to control, to some degree at least, our spiritual selves and the powers that can be wielded to shape our lives. The Lovers provides us with the community support and the relationships that we need to lift ourselves out of the confines of the Four of Cups. The Chariot encourages movement, which is oftentimes all we really need to shake off the stagnation and disappointment we feel in a Four of Cups moment. It invites us to embrace fresh energy, even if it's not what we thought we wanted. Strength reminds us that the power lies with us. We can change our whole lives and our whole worlds if we choose to work at change. Nothing lasts forever, and we can create real change. The hermit reminds us that rest, recuperation, and stillness are often a big part of moving on and embracing something new. The things the other cards have asked us to do at this point are a part of a process, not the be-all, end-all to healing. The wheel reminds us that things will always change, and sometimes we just have to trust in the turning of the universe and divine timing and just figure out how to be at peace with what is. Justice calls for balance. We must balance rest and change when we're in this energy. If we are to overcome our disappointment and grief, it's all in the balancing act. The hanged one asks us to change our perspective. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, and you never know why divinity may be moving you in a specific direction. Ask the universe for clarity. Death asks us to release. This is often what must be done to move through a Four of Cups moment. It's hard to say goodbye but it has to be done. Temperance reminds us that balance is a conscious choice, not an achieved state. It also reminds us that renewal is always possible. The devil often shows up when we hold the chains that bind us to something, right? This isn't always true, but in a Four of Cups moment, we usually hold the key to freedom. The tower asks us to check our egos and to clear the old to make way for the new. Our egos should be heard, but they should not be in control of our lives. The star shows us the path to hope and tells us that if we look hard enough, hope is always with us. The moon sheds light on the dark places and requires us to be honest. It asks us to face our fears and struggle with them and through them. The sun reminds us to revel in our blessings and asks us to find clarity. There is much to wonder at in the world, no matter your circumstances. You just have to keep your eyes open. Judgment wants us to forgive and to listen to that which speaks in our soul. Finally, the world reminds us that everything ends. No matter what you're feeling or going through, the cycle will always end, and something new and glorious will burst forth into life. And with that, we are at the end of my deep dive with the Four of Cups. Thank you for listening, darlings and darklings. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Share it with someone who might like it. It really helps me out.
You can find more from me on social media at Simply Witchery. Check out my socials for tarot readings and more magical content. Thank you to Meg of 3AM Tarot for the inspiration to deep dive with tarot archetypes. The music in this episode is Where Was I by Lee Rosevere. May blessings, joy, and love find you wherever you are. I'll see you next time.